Hey guys. Hey Eric, we're all gonna ride our bikes to the woods. You wanna join? <sighs> yeah, no thanks. Every time we go on our bikes together, weird stuff happens and we almost die. What are you talking about? We're just a group of kids on bikes. What's the worst that could happen? Do you really not remember what happened last week? <laughs> I mean, we got away. Okay, um, then what about the other time when we met your new friend? Everyone, this is 7-Eleven. She's pretty weird, but I have a feeling she'll become everyone's favorite character. Oh, nice to meet you, 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, but 7-Eleven moved away. Moved away? Dude, she was blasted into another dimension while fighting a demon. Okay, it wasn't technically a demon. It was more of like a strange... Thing. Yeah, my therapist will believe that. Yeah, maybe some weird stuff has happened, but we're just a group of outcast 12-year-olds in an ambiguous small town somewhere in Maine or Oregon during the 1980s. It's not our fault. It's absolutely our fault. Look at us. We've assembled the perfect group for weird stuff to happen. Look, we have the lanky kid that always drops his glasses. And then someone always steps on him. We have the angsty leader, the token minority character with a special skill. This'll come in handy at just the right time. The tough girl with an abusive father. And of course, the endearing kid with a speech impediment. I have a lift and a thudder. Look, I like you guys, I, I really do, but if we keep riding bikes together, we're all gonna die. Goonies never say die. That doesn't make sense. Eric, look at me. Yeah, maybe we've nearly been eaten by monsters or run over by a train or sucked into the netherworld a few times, but growing up is like that. Maybe all of it's just metaphorical. It isn't. Okay, can I just talk for a second? Look, friendship is all that matters. And despite all we've been through, we've had each other's backs. So you're really telling me you're gonna let an evil clown, a telekinetic girl, a gang of motorcycle vampires, three Italians in a hidden pirate ship, killer robots from the future, zombies, ghosts, a werewolf with nards, ice demons, secret government agencies, weird trees, and Kiefer Sutherland stand between us? Fine, I'll get my bike. Sweet. By the way, we found this tiny alien. We have to get him back home before the government kidnaps him. Come on! And welcome to another episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the show that comes to you once a week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the movie genre we love. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about two films that fit the theme of the week. And the theme of the week is throwback horror, aka nostalgia blast horror, aka kids on bikes horror. And the two films that we'll be focusing on are... Turbo Kid from 2015 and Summer of 84 from 2018. I'm your host Tim and with me is the dummy himself. His name is Danish Daniel Luth. Uh, plants? I tried to do a non-food one. That's all I could think of. 
I thought you were going to try and give your best Danish impression. Oh, oh yeah, Danish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that close? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was That's what, what they what say. Gonna... They're always Dude. like, oh yeah, Danish all the time. <laughs> That's what, okay. <laughs> the Danish are going to fucking love this podcast. <laughs> yep, all none that listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, you may notice on this week's episode that we are doing something a little different with the show. Just like last week, if you listened to last week's show on Tear Joker Horror, which you should have, instead of reviewing a film, we've decided each week to have a theme for the show. And the theme could be anything horror related. For example, vampires, cannibals, comedy horror, anything at all. We will then take two films that fit that theme and review them while also discussing other films that may fit the theme. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, we both will be picking one song that represents the film we are reviewing and we will talk about why we picked that song and what's it got to do with the film. So, yeah. I'll be picking tonight's song for Turbo Kid and Danish Daniel will be... <laughs> oh, yeah, Danish. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Daniel will be uh, picking the song for Summer of 84. I'm going to look up some Danish facts to read out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alright, so let's start this goddamn episode. Yep, you good? Yeah, that's right. Danish. Alright, so we're doing nostalgia horror, and I've been wrapping my head all week on what to call this episode, because it's really hard to describe the films we're doing, like the, the theme this week. Basically, what we're doing is, for the past, I don't know, like five years or something like that, mm -hmm. the world has been really doing a, a, a lot of throwback films, where we revisit the 80s or the 70s the 90s and, and a lot of films are thrown back into that into that era um so what we're going to be doing when, when i say nostalgia horror it's not like we're going to be focusing on films that we grew up with films from the 80s it's more the modern twist of of nostalgia films so films that are set in the uh era of the 80s or the, or the 70s the 90s what have you so, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Nostalgia Blast? Throwback Horror? I kind of like that Kids on Bikes thing. Kids on Bike Horror? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, th th most of the films we'll be talking about are Kids on Bikes Horror. But yeah. th there'll be some that are not. But like, would you consider, like, it's not a horror movie, but like Super yep. 8 and that kind of deal? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um... Like, I mean, they're, they're all throwbacks to, like, The Goonies and E.T. and, and films like that. Mm. Films that we grew up with. Yeah. So, they're, I mean, they're all the range right now. And we'll get into why with a few um, a few big titles that I'm sure everyone knows of. Um, but I want you to answer me one question. Sure. Why do you think these types of films are coming back with a vengeance, like these throwback kids-on-bike films. Why do you think they're, they're, they're popular at the moment? Oh, super easy, because fucking people our age are making movies, and yeah. it's just like, they're like, what made me happy when I was a kid? And they're like, oh, these movies, so I'll fucking make something, uh, you know, sort of like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think it's just like, they want to kind of capture that like kind of joy and that feeling 
that they felt when they were watching it for like a new generation. Uh huh. Yeah. No, yeah. you're spot on. You're spot on. Mm. I mean, I think I think the popularity with it as well comes from um, a lot of people. Um, revisiting their youth with a lot of these titles I mean every time I watch films like this it takes me back to my day where I used to go and play with my friends ride bikes and stuff like that sure I was never chased by monsters or aliens or anything like that but that you know of yeah well yeah true um molesters yeah um, but There's plenty of subway jarreds about <laughs> oh burn is that too soon I don't know, man. Um, it's a while ago. I feel like, yeah, true, true. But um, no. Every time I I love these types of films, and mainly because I was a kid on bike. I, I mm-hmm. took my bike anywhere, everywhere, until it got stolen. Um, yeah, I still haven't found that cunt. But fuck you. Oh, you'll get him one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the majority of the popularity. And I mean, like the kids who grew up in the eighties now. Uh, what in their in their forties? I mean, we were born in the eighties. We didn't experience. We didn't grow the 80s. up in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we were nineties kids, which yep. sucks. Um, I like nineties gack and shit. Gack, <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think like especially with a lot of the, the lot of the music in these films, it Toast. takes people back to their childhood. Yeah, for sure. So okay, what makes a what makes a throwback film? What are some elements that are needed in throwback films? Now, I've got three points here, and you can add more if you like to, but the Before three points... Before get to it, it yeah. just, there is a wide net cast for fun or, and or interesting facts about Denmark, because they are not either. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Like, for- the fact that it can be windy is neither fun nor interesting. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just like Denmark can be windy. I'm like, that's all right, cool. <laughs> okay. Everywhere has wind, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> What's Go back to on? Denmark. Anyway, um, let's say he three things. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the three things that I think make a good uh, throwback kids on bike horror film mm-hmm. is one, kids on bikes. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, as I said before, it throws it back to the films that we grew up with, like The Goonies, E.T., The Monster Squad, um, even the original It uh, from 1990. All those films. It it just... Kids on Bikes films, I just feel they have the best connection, the best chemistry as as characters, and the best feel of the movie. So Mm. that's up there for me. The second biggest thing, and this is probably one that's... Or just as important mm. is the music, yeah. and we'll be talking a lot about the music because synthwave music is prominent on both of these films, for sure, for sure, and not not really too much in the older films, but modern modern throwback horror, modern kids on bike horror, really really uses this synthwave music, and. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Synthwave music behind heavy metal is probably my favorite. Nice. Yeah. We did some like 80s pop stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Um, Tasty. But the last point that I have is time period. <coughs> and I mean, you go back 
And this has been coming on for years. I mean, you look at films of the 80s when they, when they had throwback films. I mean, take Stand By Me, for example. That yep. was a throwback to the 50s. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's multiple films like that. I just can't think of any more. Any other ones? <laughs> yeah. <by> yeah. <laughs> I can't either, to be real. But, um, I mean, like the modern ones, they always go back to the 80s yeah. because the kids of the 80s are now the adults now. Yeah, so, it's just something that filmmakers have done since they made films. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this leads us to a few films that we have to talk about. And there are two that, two at the top of the list that I really think brought back this kids on bike um, subgenre um, like tenfold. Mm-hmm. And, and the first one being It, yes. the remake of It. I mean, this came out the same time as, as the other one that I'll mention later on in the show, which mm. I, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about, which is not a movie, it's a TV series. Yeah, um, it's a little odd. <laughs> it's a little strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, It. It was one of the reasons why I think Kids on Bike films came back with a vengeance. Um, 2017, it, was, it came out. And we've seen an abundance of those types of films yeah. since. I mean, it had a bunch of Stranger Things kids in it too, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh no, actually only one. Just one? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> one bunch. But, but I mean, still. A, that, that's, a single bunch of kid. Yeah, that, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, you, you're a fan of the remake of It, right? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So, well, the first bit. Look, oh. I, mean, I mean, the second bit's fine. Part yeah. two's fine. It's yeah. just not as... I, I guess Kids on Bikes is the first one. I mean, as the... Yeah, as the first one. The first one just seemed like a really... Cohesive... That That's like... It, it seemed like when Stephen King was, like, writing it and shit, and he was yeah. coming up with all these good ideas before he didn't know how to finish it, so he just finished his bag of coke and just started writing shit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I look. I was a little disappointed with with chapter two. Um, I think its biggest demerit is its runtime. It was I, it was long, right? Like it felt long. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a lot. I, I feel there was a lot of it that could have been cut out. But mm. you know what? The majority of the people loved it. Um, I loved most of it. it I I, I still quite liked it. it it's just yeah. I didn't love it like I loved the first part. Yeah, exactly the same with me. I think it's to do with, like, I really felt a connection to the kids. Whereas, like, as adults, it just was like, oh, it's just a bunch more adults. I mean... And and that nostalgia factor as well, I think, was a big thing. The casting on the adults was absolutely perfect, I feel. Oh, it was good, but I I just didn't like the adults when they were adults as much as I liked them when they were kids. Yeah, no, I, I'm in, I'm in agreement. Um, it's exactly the same with the 1990 miniseries. Oh yeah, okay. You know the the kid part, the kid portion of that movie is tons better. It's been a hot tons second. better. Yeah. Uh yeah. You can watch like half of that movie and then turn it off. You know the fucking. I, I was reading the book, right? Yeah. I wasn't quite up to the the bit where they go down there and they figure out what it is. Yes. And I started, and I ended up watching the the 90s miniseries on like VHS back then. Yeah. And I saw the fucking, I saw the fucking hokey spider. Oh no. <laughs> I was just like, 
Oh, I feel like that would have been way better in the book than this yeah. fucking <laughs> half ass Muppet thing going on. So did you ever finish the book? Nah. Because <laughs> I did gave anything up. by that point, but I really yeah, should have. Fair. fair enough. I tried, That's a man. fucking beefy cunt too. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think when we talk about kids on bike subgenre mm. of horror, it... Um, it is the first thing that comes to light. Yeah. So, uh, the next movie that I want to talk about, just briefly, is a movie called Boys in the Trees. Uh, this is a movie that I told you to watch, and 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 you, you sure did. You, you <laughs> did because sure you're a jerk. Yeah, I was um, like, you know what? I'm gonna watch everything else. <laughs> but I, that one, I honestly feel like you'll love this movie. So I'll try and check it out if I remember. Yeah, if you have a chance, man, I think you'd honestly really like this movie. But the story behind Boys in the Trees is this is an an, uh, Australian movie, Um, which which uh, it's normally against your rules, Timothy. Good good Australian films are few and far between. Let's just say that. Are Um, skaters? Right, sorry. Yep. But uh, the story of Boys in the Trees is. On Halloween in 1997, so we're in the 90s for this one, two estranged teen skaters embark on a surreal journey through their memories, dreams, and fear. This one is... I'll admit, it's a little slow. Okay. It's a slow burn film, but it's never boring. You know, a lot lot of people associate slow burn with boring. Uh, This is not a boring film by any stretch. It's a really, really good film. Really well made. Technically, really well done. Uh, and the story, while slow, is mm. captivating. Okay. And the and the ending will leave you. I, w- I won't say you you'll be left with your jaw on the ground because I kind of did pick up what was happening. And when the yeah. ending happened, I was like, "Oh, it's yeah, on stand. Nice. Oh, is it? Yeah." Fuck, I'm going to go watch it. Um, when the <laughs> ending happened, uh, I, I wasn't blown away, but I was still a little shocked, even though I guessed it. Um, but it is a powerful ending. I'll give you, know, you that. You know what's um, funny? It's like fucking 97 Halloween in Australia. Yep. It, what Halloween in Australia? <laughs> well, it kind of touches on that. Oh, okay. So, And that's one of the reasons why I connected with this movie, because 1997... Halloween, I was one of the very, very few kids who was trying to do like mad trick into or treat. It. Yeah. yeah. And, and and constantly getting pushed back and saying, This is Australia, mate. We don't do that American bullshit over here. I mean and, well, and I just yeah. like I've been watching the trailer a little bit. Um and then they got that fucking like signed school shirt thing <laughs> that we all yeah. fucking did. See, this is right up your alley. I think yeah, you'll man. Re- I think you really like it. Yeah, I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and check it out, and we'll talk about it in the uh, the monthly massacre. Sweet, sweet. I'm gonna watch it too. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, boys in the trees, give it a go. It is slow, and some people will debate: is it really horror? Because people out there exist, and they have to deny that a good movie is horror for some fucking reason. Yeah. But yes, this is a horror movie, and it is a good horror movie. So okay. check out Boys in the Trees. 
Okay. Uh, next one is, and we won't touch, we won't talk too much on this because we did a whole episode of it not long ago, but Lords of Chaos. This is another one that came, that that's established in the 90s. You know? Heard that movies for parsers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do we need to really elaborate on it? No. I think we did a whole episode on it. Everyone well, I, knows I, I gave it a fucking 10 out of 10, so I already gave it a thumbs up pretty hard. So Same here. Same yeah. here. But, yeah, it does capture that early 90s Norwegian heavy metal style. Yeah. Um, and it does it really well. It was just, the, just the time. Super the entertaining time movie. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and the last one before we jump into our feature review on Turbo Kid is It Follows. And It Follows is a strange one because it's never established what time zone that this movie falls into. Can I just because say, I fucking love this movie. Do you? Yeah. So, okay, this movie is a movie that everyone seems to, to love. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy like it. it. No, I enjoy it. I just... I feel that everyone speaks of it like it's like the 2000s Halloween or or Texas Chain. Like it's it's the horror's best film. I since, just since I remember then. watching it, super enjoying it. Yeah. Immediately, I went and bought the soundtrack. Yeah. And I like just super enjoyed it. It was just a fun movie. And yeah, see, like you're you're. Sp- I'm sorry to say this, but you're speaking like everyone I've heard before. Everyone's like the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks. I just I I I'm like telling it. you what I did, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no, but, no. Yeah. You're, man, I'm in the minority here. Mm. You're speaking like everyone else. Um, Fucking cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know, man. I I need to give it another watch. I think. Yeah, I think I think so. Did you watch it at the movies? No, I didn't even know it came out in Australian cinemas. Dandy. Ah, <laughs> uh, right, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not to say that I didn't like the movie, because mm. I did. I just didn't find it as incredible as everyone else Maybe has. Maybe you went in with everybody sucking its dick. Probably. Then, so you were like, oh, this is going to blow my mind, and then... I didn't super know much about it when I went in and it like surprised me. Yeah, but still then, like I've rewatched it after all the hype is gone and I'm like, yeah, it's good, but it's Did you, you think know, the main chick's cute? Ah, uh, man, it's been it's now been about a year and a half since I rewatched it, so okay. I couldn't exactly tell you. It's Maker Mar- Monroe, isn't it? Yeah. We'll be talking about her later. Will we? Yes, she was in another movie that we'll be bringing up later. Okay. Yeah, um, but look, man. Yeah, it follows the time zone is is very, very hush hush. Because if you look at the cars in that movie, they're very it's deliberately ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Because the cars and the surroundings they feel very seventies. Also, but... that fucking wackadoo shell phone thing. The what? That little she's got like a little clamshell gadget. Yeah, in that movie and. I was like, what the fuck is that? What is it? Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, you don't know <laughs> where it's from. Yeah. So, still, it's a good movie. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, why don't we jump into our feature review on okay. 
Turbo Kid. Yeah? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. I will destroy you with my turbo glove, the ultimate weapon against the robot threat. But to be a true hero, you'll have to save your girlfriend. Hey, what's that in your head? It's a, it's a, it's a comic book. What's it about? It's about a turbo rider. <gasps> That's rad. I always wonder what the other side looked like. It's kind of gray and dusty. Well, I could show you. Around here, we like to do things with a little more joie de vie. Where is she? Release the girl. This is gonna get ugly. As you may know, the situation is critical. We have reached maximum casualty level. Who exactly are you supposed to be? Turbo Rider. This is it, soldier. We have to hit these sacking machines with everything we've got. Find them. Kill them. I need back their heads on bikes. I'm meeting up with an old mate. We're going straight to Zeus. Ah, what do you say? Let's roll. Turbo Rider. But you could totally be Turbo Kid. <laughs> we have the pleasure of reviewing Turbo Kid from 2015. Yeah. What is Turbo Kid, you're asking yourself? I'm no. sure there's people out there who don't know what Turbo Kid is. So I know what it is. I had to watch it for the show. Yeah, I know you do, but other people <laughs> out there. Oh, okay. Other non-Danish people. Oh, uh, I'm a Danish or whatever I said. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Turbo Kid. In a post-apocalyptic wasteland in 1997. What the fuck is up with 1997? And why, why, why does everything happen in 1997? Correct me if I'm wrong, but Terminator 2, wasn't, the, wasn't Judgment Day meant to be 1997? Uh, I don't know, I'll, go, I'll look up Judgment Day. I'm pretty sure it was 1997. Anyway, anyway, in a poke a poke a <laughs> in a Pokemon world, <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic wasteland in 1997, a comic book fan adopts the persona of his favorite hero to save his enthusiastic friend and fight a tyrannical overlord. That just sounds incredible already. <laughs> okay, so yeah, August 29th, 1997. Fucking yes. I knew I was right. What's up with 1997? Leave 1997 alone. <laughs> Why? Do I, I don't think they're being mean to 97. They are. They're saying it's a bad year because everything yeah. ends. Let's see what Clearly. else happened in 1997. Goldberg <laughs> won his first title. Anyway. Really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, no, maybe that was 1998. Anyway. <laughs> what, what, what was your first... Oh, do you remember the first time you saw this or what? the first time hearing about this film? Uh, I don't remember hearing about it, but I got it on Steam. 
Oh, okay. Initially, because I think that's where it first released, because they had trouble finding a release for it. Right. But yeah, for some reason, it's in my um, my like Steam list. Oh, okay. That's so, cool. Yeah, like it was weird because it was like the first movie I ever got on um, like on, on Steam. Steam, because you know it's not really for. So, what was your first thoughts when you watched it for the first time? I thought it was rad because, like, it was. I feel like it was the same time when. Did you play Far Cry? Yes, I've played all of them. I'm playing the new one at the moment. Um, the the eighties ass one. That was my favorite one. That's the only one I haven't played. <laughs> oh, really? Because it was like, a, di- it's it's a like deal. This. It's a DLC, isn't it? Yeah, but it's sick. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So like, ever since I played that, um, I just had this like mad fucking like eighties nostalgia kick. That's so cool. so when this came out, I was just like, it's like BMX Bandits, but like fucking extreme. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> and then I watched it and it just far surpassed anything I could have imagined it being. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be fucking shit, to be real. Really? Like, I thought I was going to laugh at how shit it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. So my first thoughts, this this movie kind of holds a special place in my heart because this, coming back in 2015, this was discovered by me through podcasts and it was around the time when I started to really listen to horror movie podcasts. Nice. And I, and I don't remember what podcast I was listening to, but I heard them talking about Turbo Kid. And I'm like, what is Turbo Kid? And they were explaining it, and I'm like, this sounds incredible. So I raced home. (laughs) Put that cookie down! (laughs) Trouble man. (laughs) Um, I I raced home that day, and and I ordered it. And I remember watching it thinking, what is this goodness? Mm. And I was just blown away. And then, like, because of that, I was like, podcasts have steered me in the right direction. I must discover more through podcasts. <laughs> Stuck and dick in the podcast pie. Pretty much, yeah. And this movie is one of the reasons why I'm so involved in, in podcasts. Not just doing Aww. them, but listening to them. So, yeah, I mean, I was blown away by the first time I watched it. But, okay, what are your thoughts on it now? Have they changed? No, not at all. <laughs> you still I, love it? I thought it was fucking rad. You know, watching it last night, Mm. as I was watching it, I I was thinking, like, you know, on paper, by no means is this a good film. No, that's why I thought it was going to be shit. Yeah, okay. For example, like, the acting is so over the top. Um, The practical effects, they they look like they came from Tromaville. Oh, I just realized I fucked up. All right, my bad. Uh, Kung Fury is what came out on Steam. Oh, okay. Which is yeah. another very similar feel, kind of like 80s action movie mm-hmm. kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, like Isn't that a short movie? Kid. Yeah, it was, a, it was a short film. It was yeah. a Kickstarter one. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, my bad. Just want to correct that. Um, so yeah, the practical effects, I mean, they look like they came from Troma. And mm. the mm. digital effects... Look like they came from some like from the asylum production, and you know like, me, man. Like I fucking love Troma. 
Yeah, I don't. Why? <laughs> Straight. It's just. It's oh, you just, don't like bad movies. Yeah. 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 I, I just. I can't get into it. I. I respect what Troman does, but I, it's just a little too much for me. That's fair. Like I. When, I don't know. Like I remember when back in like the Civic Video days. I would just always be renting out anything that was Troma, and then I'd always just be watching, like, fucking Toxic Avengers. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> and, I, I mean, like, this movie, it, it it treads the line of Troma, but that's as far as I can go. I think you it know? does, but, like, it, it's got more of a polish than Troma stuff has. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm, I'm more speaking effects-wise. Even even with the effects, the effects have more of a polish. Yeah? I think so. Like, you can't... They really try and hide it, that everything's rubber and fake as much as possible. They're schlocky effects, for sure, but, like, it doesn't... Yeah, that's true. You have a point. I it doesn't... Like, the, the guts <clears throat> come out, and it doesn't feel like it's just some rubber tubing. Yeah, that's true. Like, it looks meaty. Or it doesn't look like it's just... They just got some sausages and put some red food colouring on it. Yeah. Like, they actually try and make it look as real as possible. Uh, like, even if it's... Even if it's still schlocky and unrealistic and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it It's not like you see, like, a, a head that's clearly plastic and fake for that lingers on it for three seconds before the action shot hits. Yeah, yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a lot more polished and a lot more realistic than Troma stuff is. Yeah, I, I mean, Troma yeah, just true. doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it, it's it's honestly, it's been a, a long time since I've sat down and watched a Troma film. Yeah, so take, probably, take it from right. me, Troma Troma is a lot worse than this was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. All right. But I mean, like, still the dialogue in this, it's cheesy as hell. Yeah. But so I mean, like on paper, like this really is not a good film. But fuck me, it's enjoyable. It's this so movie, fun. yeah, it is. It, it's an it's an over the top popcorn film. Yeah, and, totally. And like this movie, it wasn't made to be perfect. No, you know, it was made to be over the top. It was made to be schlocky and cheesy. And I think they nailed with what they nailed it with what they were going for. Hmm. Uh, um. I really, I just, oh, it's so good. Like, and like Ironside, so good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, don't know who the kid was, but he was great. Um, Fucking McLeod's Daughters was good too. Who's McLeod? Oh, uh, the dude from McLeod's Daughters. Uh, the guy gets his hand, the arm wrestler. Oh, yeah. The, the, the badass guy. Australian dude oh the kid's Kiwi but Aaron, Aaron Jeffrey yeah I think so oh okay right he was in McLeod's daughter yeah of, of course you watch that I didn't watch it I just remember shit from TV <laughs> I, I call bullshit I bet you watched it no I'd fucking tell you if I watched it I watched <laughs> what are rats who's on oh, that team Christ um <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we, we didn't really go through who was in this movie. I mean, you have Munro Chambers, who plays the kid. He's, He's never great. given a name. He's just th- referred to as the kid through the whole movie. Um, you have Lawrence Lee Booth as Apple, who is easily the best part of this whole movie. She's awesome. Um, you have 
Edwin Wright as Skeletron, who you do not see his face at all. No. That was kind of that was disappointing my first time watching it because me being <laughs> me being the fucking the the grotesque horror fan, I wanted to see what was under the mask. Fair enough, but yeah. <laughs> um, and you've got a whole do, whole uh, cast of, of characters in this movie. Yeah, and I think this movie excels with a lot of these characters most notably Apple and the kid those two characters I mean I I was sitting there watching it last night and the chemistry between the kid and Apple it's so perfect that honestly I could watch an entire movie of them two just being together and and talking you know it's not like it's not like I'm there for the romance I just find their chemistry oddly hilarious yeah their interactions are really adorable yeah yeah and and I I want a friend like Apple a robot yeah no not a robot no like (laughs) he needs a friend (laughs) um you'll need to oh okay oh I got your old number in here I guess apparently Siri, fuck off. Siri, stop. Siri. Siri, no. Siri, please. Okay, okay, we're good. (laughs) I work in the beast. You work in the beast? No, I work in the beast. Oh. (laughs) It sounds like an annoying girl who won't leave you alone once you wake her up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I had you on my phone and skid marked Tim for ages. Thank you, dickhead. Now it's recorded on this show and everyone's going to refer to me as Skidmark Tim now. Hey, you're the editor, man. You can do what you wish. That is true. <laughs> Chances are I'll forget about this part and, and everyone will hear it. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so what did you think? I want to know, what, what did you think about the character of Apple? Did you find her entertaining or annoying? Nah, she was great. I love fucking weird bitches. <laughs> Um, but yes. I didn't. I totally forgot she was a robot. Oh, also Ro- spoilers. Yeah, but, but uh, then we can spoil this movie. Okay, cool. Um, what, robot? Why do you a call robot? It robot. Oh, because it's not um, a frog. Someone says it in Futurama and say it like robot. Oh, I think okay. it's Bender says it like robot. Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah. Was there any other characters that you loved besides? The obvious. Um, honestly, pretty much everybody. Like, yeah. the kid was good. Ironside was good. Just that fucking... All that, like, jerking around that Skeletron did. It was sick. Yeah. That kind of made some choices, and they were cool. Um, yeah, McLeod's daughters were sick. <laughs> um, the parents were... Even the parents were pretty good. Especially the mum. Um... So this was uh, before. Now that you mention it, you just triggered my brain. This was actually a short movie before it was a feature film. The short movie was Tears for Turbo, mm. and I watched the short movie last night. And it's it's like all short movies that come from or that that establish a film, because you have ba- the basic plot in the short film. So, do you know much about the production of this movie? Mm, not. Overly, but what do you I'm want to know? curious how this is a Canadian New Zealand film. 
well, I mean, there's some people from Canada and some people from New Zealand. Yeah, no, I got that much. But, like, <laughs> production-wise, I didn't mean cast-wise. No, I... No, I, well, I think it is cast-wise. Like, that's it? It's just that they had some cast from New Zealand and some cast from, like, Canada? I, 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 I'm just guessing here, but yes. Okay, because it, it, it was, like, produced by, like... It looked like it was made, like, as a joint venture thing by both of the countries, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. <laughs> Not really. It actually happens a lot, especially Does with Canada, okay. Canada and New Zealand, yeah. Weird. Yeah, I've seen, huh. I've seen it happen a few times. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but yeah, T, T is for Turbo. Uh, is a short film that only goes six minutes. The girl in, in the feature-length movie, the mum... Mm-hmm. Um, she's in the short movie as basically the, the female um, protagonist. Okay. Not Apple, but kind of Apple. Yeah. So so there's that. Um, I, before, before I, uh, sorry, I keep just jumping in and taking over. No, it's okay. Um, I'm only going to ask dumb shit. <laughs> the score in this movie is, is awesome. Oh, straight it's so up, good. it's, it's Just really good. Synthwavy goodness. But I was I was listening to it. I'm like, you know what? It has such a um, greasy strangler feel to it. <laughs> and I was yeah. searching up like cast and crew, and the reason why is because Ant Timpson is the producer of this one, and mm. the producer of the Greasy Strangler. Ah, uh, okay. That's so, cool. like, you know, Timpson films. Uh-uh. So, so is that. Maybe you haven't seen it. Have you seen Greasy Strangle? Oh, he's a Kiwi. I have yes. seen Greasy Strangle, yeah. Okay. Oh, and he did Deathgasm too. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, this is all making sense. It is now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think he had his, his... Obviously, he had his hands involved in this movie. And, and you can tell, especially by the music, the, the score in this film. It's very... It has that very Greasy Strangle feel to it, which I love. It's awesome. Mm. It's awesome. Um, oh, and he's making Come to Daddy. Yes, which I have ready to, to watch, and I have for months now, and I still haven't watched it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, stupid me. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with this movie? Yes. Um, did you have a viewfinder? Sorry, what? Did you have a viewfinder when you were a kid? Um, no, I don't think I did. The red clicky thing. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, but no, oh. I don't think I did. <gasps> Deprived. I totally have one. <laughs> so is that all you wanted to add? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other 80s weird shit. Rubik's Cube? I had Rubik's Cubes, I could never figure them out. Neither could I. Hey, a question. Was there anything in this movie that you disliked? Disliked? Yeah. Um, that there's no sequel? Well, that's in the works. So. <gasps> Yay. Um... Nah, it was all great. I noticed watching it last night, there were, there were a few scenes that were a little slow. And I was like, hmm. I'm, I'm not bored, but like, hurry up. There's like things I wanted maybe more of, like yeah. with their relationship and stuff. Like, I get what you mean. Like, I'm totally with you. Yeah. And just a little bit more world building. But I think that would have made the movie longer, like, and it, yeah, slower. True. So I kind of get why they didn't, but... Um, 
Yeah, I just wanted more of the movie, if that makes sense. Like, so do I. So, I don't know if that's a bad thing. But it's not like there wasn't enough. Like, it didn't explain everything. It was just like... Um, yeah, I enjoyed the world that they made. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what they're going to be doing in, in the sequel. If that ever does come to light. Because I think the sequel, much like Trick or Treat 2 is just spoken about a lot and it's never going to come to light. <laughs> yeah. Which I hope, I hope is it not doesn't. the case, but... I hope we see it. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, Alright, well, let's wrap this review up for Turbo Kid mm-hmm. um, with our final thoughts and our score. So, yep. you want to go first? Sure. Um, look, I really liked it. I don't quite think it gets a 10, but I give it a hot 9 blasphemy I give it a hot nine it 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 was almost there I don't know what else it needed but it just like I don't know I don't know I don't know why I'm not feeling a ten on this one but it I mean a nine's pretty I don't give out a lot of nines either yeah <laughs> so uh, a nine's pretty fucking solid man. nine is solid but that's blasphemy um so for me I mean, this movie is a bore from start to finish. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's over-the-top, gory goodness. Um, and it's a film that... It's not a film I can return to at any time, but I have watched it numerous times and enjoyed it, uh, enjoyed it a lot each time I watch it. So for that, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Nice. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I know exactly where you're coming from with the 10 out of 10. It's, I don't know, I, I feel it exactly the same. It doesn't hit that 10 out of 10 mark. And maybe for me, maybe I did find it somewhat slow during some scenes, and maybe that's why. Mm. Um, but yeah, this one is a strong 9. So, yeah. like, it's so close to being a 10. Like, yeah. and I, I don't know what would make it a 10, but whatever it is, it doesn't happen. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree. I agree. So, that's Turbo Kid from 2015. Alright, now, for the song that I picked mm-hmm. for this movie, mm-hmm. uh, I went with an old classic. Yes. Uh, a band that I have loved for years, and they are a band that's very well known in the heavy metal uh, world. Spice Girls. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> so the, I basically, before, before even going on to YouTube and searching up songs, I already knew that this is a song I'd chosen. Mm-hmm. So I chose from the band Judas Priest. Nice. The song Turbo Lover. Yeah, I was going to say Turbo Lover. <laughs> yeah. Because I, for obvious reasons, I mean, Turbo Lover, the name says it all. But they then were, I, yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, they were really cool to see. Still have never seen them live. They're pretty cool. Um, but I watched the um, I watched the, the music video for it. Yeah. And I I, I love Judas Priest music videos. They are so cheesy and bad, but good at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it fits him in this movie perfectly because it's just kids on bikes in the desert. So so. It's going to be stuck in my head all fucking day now. <laughs> oh man, it's been stuck in my head all week. I fucking love this song. So sit back and enjoy Turbo Lover by Judas Priest. And we'll be back with more 
kids on bike Hells yeah.
We are back and we are continuing our discussion on kids on bikes horror movies. Mm-hmm. So before we jump into our next review on Summer of 84, I have a few more titles here that I want to bring up. And at the start of this episode, I was talking about two main um, titles that really brought in the kids on bike subgenre. And we already spoke about it. And the next one that I'm going to bring up is, of course, Stranger Things. Yeah. The TV series from Netflix. Have you seen all three seasons? Yeah. Question, what's your favorite season? I don't know. I haven't done a rewatch of it ever, so I've just kind of yeah. watched all of them. And I want to say the third season? Yeah. Even though I don't know if it is. The third season's mine. My favorite. But I just remember crying far. a lot and singing a lot of Never Ending Story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was invested in season three. I loved it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Stranger Things is probably the biggest... I'd put it more popular than It. Yeah, like, I've got um, my big Demigorgon 10-inch pop thing now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, look, I, I think Stranger Things is the sole reason that we are seeing so many more of these throwback films. Not just in horror, but, like, in everything. Everywhere, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of, I kind of bow down to our Stranger Things Lord, yeah, and, and thank him because I love this. I love this throwback type stuff mm. that we're getting. Um, you have like a cast of characters that is just a lot of fun, um, cool looking monsters, a cool story, cool eighties um, synth wave score, yeah. I can't it's wait so for <laughs> I can't wait for Stranger Things season four. Yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. When Hopper returns, <gasps> anyway. Not that he went anywhere. Spoilers. Oh, he did. He went to Russia. Um, <laughs> the next thing that we're going to talk about is a movie called The Guest. Now you haven't uh, seen this, have you? No. Uh, I watched this um, for the first time the other day, and the story is. A soldier introduces himself to the Peterson family, claimed to be a friend of their son who died in action. After the young man is welcomed into their home, a series of accidental deaths seem to be connected to his presence. And this, I'll say straight up, this isn't this isn't really a horror film at okay. all. Uh, it's more of a thriller, crime, action film. Um, very reminiscent of The Terminator. Oh, cool. But not as horror as the Terminator, uh, but this one is a bo- oh, this is this movie is awesome. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Really had a good time with it. Yeah, um, and there's no real there's it's set in present day, but the the sound the soundtrack is what brings the nostalgia to us because the soundtrack is incredible, filled with different types of synthwave music. Um, different bands and stuff like that. The soundtrack is um, worth checking out on Spotify. I've been listening to it all week. Nice. All right. So I think that you would like the um, like um, the, the soundtrack, but not the movie. No, no. You, I think you'd, you'd like, like both. The movie? Yeah, okay. yeah. And it stars Maker Monroe, who was in It Follows, which I enjoy. Yes, and I don't know if she was the main girl in It Follows. I really can't remember. But she's in it, so there's that. <laughs> Super Dark Times. 
is another film that we need to talk about because this film is set in the 90s. We, uh, we had the pleasure of reviewing this film not long ago. Did we? Super Dark Times. Oh, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck, my brain's just like a fucking... I was, wa- I was wondering why you were so quiet. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, eh, did we? I'm like, and yeah, yeah, it was. We did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just want to thank you, uh, shout out a thank you to Lonely Bob out there. He listened to our review on um, Super Dark Times and was and went and watched the film. Because nice. of our recommendation. So, it was a good you. movie. Yeah, oh man, this movie's great. And once again, it doesn't fit that horror mold, you know? No, but, yeah, it's, it's more of a thriller, but whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it's got it's got horror themes to it. Sure. It's pretty um, fucking but, scary what happens. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but still, it's a really good movie. I throw back to the 90s. Um, mm. has a really strong 90s present in it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, another film is The House of the Devil. Now, this one... This, this one, one I actually, definitely haven't reviewed. <laughs> no, we have not. <laughs> I don't know, I'd, probably, I'd be surprised if you've seen this movie, actually. Um, this one has much more yeah, nope. of a 70s feel to it. Okay. From the, from the start of the credits, you get this awesome... Um, the credits pop up in this awesome yellow... You know how back in the 70s when films used to pop up like in the yellow title screen and they yeah, used to have yeah, like yeah. the TM down at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one does exactly that. And the story is, in 1983, financially struggling college student Samantha Hughes takes a strange babysitting job that coincides with a full lunar eclipse. She slowly realizing realizes her clients harbor a terrifying secret, putting her life in mortal danger. And this is this is a movie, honestly, to be to be perfectly honest, I need to rewatch because uh, I've only seen it the one time, and that was years ago. Mm-hmm. So I can't exactly remember every single thing that happened in the movie, but it's definitely worth a watch. I will say that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, the last one that I'll quickly discuss, um, and, and I kind of want to ask you a question on this one. Okay. Is the movie Terrifier. Yeah. This, this movie's streaming on um, Netflix at the moment, so if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. But Terrifier is a movie that kept popping up in in Google lists. Every time I, I searched up nostalgia-based um, horror themes, uh, sorry, horror films, Terrifier was a film that always kept popping up. And I kept asking myself, I'm like, why? What's that got to do with nostalgia? And do you have an answer to that? I, if I had to guess, I would say it's because it's kind of giving that old school knife and a mask vibe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not quite that, but it's it's that kind of uh, mascot killer thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. like mascot slasher. The only other thing I had with Terrifier being a throwback film is is the the production quality <coughs> on it. Mm. It does have that real seventies feel to it. Mm. So maybe maybe that's why. Yeah. But 
I don't know. I don't know if I'd even call this a throwback I, film. Yeah, if you if you're gonna ask me before this, I wouldn't have quite said it was. Yeah, neither. But still, I can, the I can film see is why watch. people say it. But yeah, I I, I did enjoy the watch watching this movie. So did I, and I can't wait for part two, which comes out possibly this year. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into our next feature review, and that is the movie Summer of 84. Let's go back. (laughs) The sheriff's office reports they're likely looking for a white male. Preferred targets appear to be males aged 12 to 16. It's a serial killer. received a letter from an individual calling themselves the caveman slayer there's a serial killer on the loose what else could possibly be this exciting incoming titties 12 o'clock guys nikki keshuba scientifically the perfect woman huh better view of my room than i thought sweet dreams Emergency meeting, treehouse. Now, mackie is the caveman slayer mackie's a cop with a sick reputation wasn't counting on us Hey, guys, I'm freaking out, okay? Relax. You look like you're 30. It's gonna be fine. Now go. You're gonna get caught either by Mackie or your dad. I know I'm right about him. That doesn't prove anything. Are you with me? I don't want anything bad to happen to you. We're trying to save people. Yeah, well, you're not. Guys at the station are gonna love this. (laughs) Just let it go. Sorry again that you're uh, grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. Summer of 84 from 2018. So this one comes in a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. It's not bad, actually. Um, the, The story of this movie is, after suspecting that their police officer neighbor is a serial killer, a group of teenage friends spends their summer spying on him and gathering evidence. But as they get closer to discovering the truth, things get dangerous. Uh, this one stars... Like Darkwing Duck. Di- what? <laughs> they get dangerous like Darkwing Duck. Okay. Um, this one stars... Uh, someone out there gets it. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Uh, this Honestly, this one stars no one that I know of, but I'll go through it quickly. I knew the cop dude from something. Um, I can't tell you what he's on. But, um, this, so this stars, if I'm doing wants to play, fucking work, Graham Verchezen as Davey, uh, Judah Ver- Lewis. Verchezen? Yeah, probably right, yep. Judah Lewis as Tommy Eats. Yep. Caleb Emery as Woody. Yep. Uh, Corey Gruder Andrew as Curtis. Um... Then it stars Rich Somar as Wayne Mackey, Mr. Mackey. Yeah. And a whole bunch of other people that um, are also in the movie. 
Yeah, pretty much. Oh, he was in Mad Men. Okay, yep. And Glow. Was cool. he? Who do, you, who do you play in Glow? Uh, Debbie's husband? Like, the main chick's oh, husband? Oh, shit. It was too. Yes, okay. Okay. Um, I, I, f- I forgot to mention the director of Turbo Kid. But the turbo, the director of Summer of 84 is Francis Simard, who is also the director of Turbo Kid. Ah, okay. Yep. And I, I did not plan that at all. After I watched it, I'm like, who's the director? I'm like, holy shit. Oopsies. That's, that's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, is this your first time watching Summer of '84? Yes. See. Why? Because I haven't seen it before. But yeah. Why? <laughs> why haven't you seen it before? Because my you? eyes hadn't looked at it for long enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one came back in 2018. I honestly when... haven't heard of it. Really? No. Wow. Okay. Oh well. Yeah. You're not really from the horror world, so. No, I dip in and out. And honestly, if it doesn't come out in the movies, yeah, you wouldn't. I know. don't catch it usually. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're missing a lot of good movies. <laughs> I know. That's why I do this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I will steer you in the right direction. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one came out in 2018, and when it came out, a lot of people. Most people were saying that this is one of the best horror films of the year. Okay. Um, and, and because um, going in, I knew it was the director of Turbo Kid. I um, I knew that this one obviously had a strong 80s feel to it. Definitely. So I was beyond pumped to mm. check this one out. And I remember watching it and slightly being a little disappointed my first time. Oh, okay. Just, just like sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you should see the other girl. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I came out of this just, I don't know, I think I expected more more ter- more of a Turbo Kid type film. Oh, okay. And this is far beyond of what Turbo Kid is. This is definitely more of a straight up movie than Turbo Kid is. Yeah, yeah, definitely, sense. definitely. But um, as I watched it this time... I had much more of an appreciation for it. I, I really had a lot of fun re-watching it this time. Um, so, what about you? Did you enjoy it? I thought it was great. Yeah? Um, didn't blow me away or anything, but I thought it was a really cool fucking movie. Yep. And to be real, I loved the ending. Okay, because that's one of the things that divides people. Because I've heard no. I've heard a lot of people that didn't like the ending. And I'm no, like, it's fucking sick. It's the most scary thing you could do to someone. Yes. Yes, thank you. Yeah, no, I really liked it. I, I, I read a lot of reviews on IMDb and um, Letterbox saying that the ending was was horrible. I mean, like, sure. Okay, so what? Options? I mean, options are infinite, but let's go with the main ones. You kill the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, bad guy wins ending. Whatever. Yep. You He gets caught. Good guy wins ending. Mm-hmm. Again, whatever. I mean, it's always satisfying, but... It's we've seen it. Not I don't I don't think it's satisfying. I'm so sick of the fucking let's wrap our movie up in a nice little bow. Yeah, but like I don't know, it's just the it's the most whatever like it's the usual ending you get. Yeah. Like it's a nice clean like Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Nice good clean, wins like, over evil, whatever. 
yeah. they succeeded. Um, especially with them being right the whole movie. Uh-huh. As well. Um, so, but this movie, it there's no way that this kid isn't terrified his whole life. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and it's so much more scarring and damaging. Like, not only is his leg probably going to be fucked up forever and he'll walk with a limp, but every step he fucking takes, he'll be thinking about that fucking thing he said. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. He just slid a dick into his brain. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's the best part of the film is the the ending line mm. and how it how it ends. Like, yeah, and just like that delivery of it too. It's like, Mwah. yeah, so good. Agreed, agreed. I'm I'm really glad that you were a fan of the ending because it like bumped it up a point for me. Really? Okay, yeah. sweet. Because you don't often hear that. You hear people being disappointed by the endings more than more than not. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the cast and the cast of characters in this movie? Solid. <laughs> Very like mismatched bunch of white kids kind of movie. Yeah, but here's the thing. This this had a very... Have you seen Monster Squad? No, I want to. I've heard a lot about it. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, this had a very Monster Squad feel to it. Just, mm. just the kids. I mean, in the Monster Squad, you've got like the leader kid. Then you've got the badass kid who's kind of like the cool kid that hangs out with the losers. Then you've got the, the token fat guy. And then you've got the small, scrawny, nerdy guy. Mm. And that's exactly what we get for in um, the Monster Squad. Okay. That's not to say that's a bad thing because I like those stereotypes. I mean, I was one of them. Have a guess. Which Back one in. I was. <laughs> No, I was the cool <laughs> kid that hang out with the geeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, actually, I was a bit of both, but whatever. <laughs> I set my I set myself up for failure on you that. Did, like a big delicious sandwich you'd eat. Yeah, shut up, dickhead. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Did 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 this movie? Did you find this movie slow at all? Um. Yeah. <laughs> A bit. I was, I was. There was a lot of is he or isn't he stuff. That yeah, I couldn't quite figure out. It was pretty subtle. I don't know. I, Maybe I wasn't I, paying enough attention. I will admit that that this movie it is slow at times. Not a lot happens till the third act. Yeah, no. But but while watching it this time, I was so invested, and I, and I really couldn't remember. I, remember, I like the babysitter angle too. That's fun. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. I remember. I remember if he was or was not the killer. I do remember that aspect, but I can't. I couldn't remember the ending of this movie. So I was so invested sitting there oh, watching nice. it. I was so invested. I was like, I can't remember what happened. So what? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And even though it's slow, I was really on on the edge of my seat. But in saying that, rewatchability of this film might be a little tough because especially now like I couldn't watch it now uh, yeah in, in a year I'll forget so I can watch it again <laughs> yeah 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 it's one of the it's kind of like um, The Sixth Sense I thought I thought they were going to do something like um, it's totally not him time. and it ends up being like Curly Chubby or something Curly Chubby yeah Big Chubbo the, Curls the kid yeah <laughs> he's like eating them or something Put him on a fucking sandwich. He was he was a big boy. Yeah. 
He did not look like he hung out with his group. No, he looked like he ate the rest of them. <laughs> Stop it, you're being mean. He, he seemed I'm like sure a gentle soul. I'm sure he's a lovely him. person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's why I thought he might be the killer, because he's like putting up this front, but really he's cutting up kids and making them into sandwiches. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, but that seems like the thing that normally they do, where they're like, oh, it's this guy, oh, it's this guy, but it's not really this guy, it's going to be some other guy. Like, yeah. yeah, I thought I they were doing a red herring on. thing to have a big twist at the end. That's but the big true. twist was there was no twist. He was totally right. That's, yeah. I think I make, that makes me like it a bit more. Yeah, it made me like it. Because I was like, I was like looking at everybody else, trying yep. to be like, okay, but who is it actually? Yeah. You know, so, because I had no idea about this movie at all. So, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, this to me, this movie had a very rear window feel to it. Yeah, I haven't seen um, the window. Or you I've know, seen the Simpsons episode. Yeah, well, so you know, kind of like this where I'm getting at, though. Yeah. So it, uh, this is going to sound like obvious, but mm. rear window meets Stranger Things. Yeah, is <laughs> is, is kind of totally. Except without the monsters. There's no monsters in this. Oh, um, there's one thing that I fucking loved that you probably wouldn't have picked up on. Yeah, shoot. But they had a Polybius... Polybius? I'm not sure how to say it. Um, arcade machine when they're in the arcade. Right. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's an urban legend. Okay. So... Um, Oh, actually, I found the wiki page. I'll just read that. Because I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, okay. Um, so the legend describes the game as part of a government-run crowdsourced psychology experiment based in Oregon. And yeah. the gameplay supposedly produced intense psychoactive and highly addictive effects in the player. These few publicly staged arcade machines were said to have been visited periodically by men in black for the purpose of data mining the machines and analyzing these effects. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like this, this like fake over legend story of yep. this like arcade cabinet that like never really existed. And they, they put one of the polybus machines in the movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it's I like did... one of those like creepy pasta. Men in Black like stories from forever okay. ago. I get, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and it's it. just a cool little Easter egg that like they didn't really mention or anything. It was just kind of there, and I was like, nah. <laughs> I'm the thing is, I'm sure this movie is filled with different Easter eggs. Totally I is. didn't, I didn't catch any of them. Oh really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but actually no I'm reading the trivia now and that's like the second thing that comes out what you just said so oh <laughs> yeah there you go there you go um I do love the throwbacks to the to, to the 80s um films like like the G.I. Joe walkie talkies yeah and and everything like that like the game they were playing Manhunt um yeah I never was that played legit? it probably I, I mean I never played it but probably American probably yeah America has everything cool um, I want to we had hide and seek, regular hide and seek. Nah, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, it even had the, it even had the the um 
the poster for um, Black Flag in his clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> so I, know, I thought you would like that. So yeah, I did. But um, once again, we go back to the score, and oh man, this this one. Another good I, one. I think that the score in this was better than the score in Turbo Kid, for me personally. Yeah. I yeah, I, I liked it more. Turbo Kid had more of a um, a comedic type score to it, where this one was very very synthwave. Yeah, I'll, I'll, so this one was more subdued, whereas Turbo Kid kind of went like balls to the wall with it. Yes, yeah, you're true. Like you're it true felt there. like there were like twice as many keyboards going at the same time. Yeah, yeah you've got a point there. You've got a point. Uh, all right, anything else you want to add about Summer of 84? No, do you want me to do my song? Or is that after? You, oh, we'll, do, we'll do ratings and final okay. thoughts, and then we can do that. Yep. Okay, so... I think that's all I've got for... Yeah, look, there's... I mean, this movie, it, it's kind of very simple. Like, it the wasn't, story is very simple. It wasn't super horny as well. Super horny? Yeah, like, a lot of kids... Like, a lot of movies about teenagers is always, like... <laughs> there's always, like, some weird, creepy sex pest, dude. Yeah, that's true. That and there, there was a little bit, but there wasn't heaps of it. Yeah. So... Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying now. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And there could have been with that girl. Definitely. Yeah. It was just, it was subtle enough where it was yeah. like, oh no, that's kind of cute. It's not really like super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll give us your final thoughts and score out of 10. Sure. Um, well, I came in blank. I had no idea what to expect. I knew it was like a throwback kind of deal, but like I had no idea about the content of the movie. Uh-huh. And um, I liked the mystery. I totally went along for the ride and wasn't expecting the kind of gore and stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuinely surprised when... Um, they killed Chubbo Curls. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not see that coming. That fucking... I'm like, no. I'm like, surely he's going to get like... Because it took a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, surely he's going to get like knocked over or something. Like he's going to... They can't kill him. He's like innocent. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, but it was pretty fucking solid seven all the way through for yeah. me. And then just that ending bumped it up to an eight. Fuck yeah, nice man. Yeah. Nice. So, um, 8 out of 10 for me. So, for me, I, I agree exactly with what you're coming from, especially the uh, the death of Woody. Um, yeah, it caught me. I was like, mm. I, and I, I had the same reaction to it. I was like, nah, he's going to be alright. We're going to see him at the end. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that was. Uh, I, I like that. I like how we. We don't get um, him back alive and, and, and all right after being healed or something like that. Um, but so yeah, I, I just I had a, blow, a ball um, watching it this time. I'm giving it an eight out of ten as well. Nice. Um, this one, as I said before, its rewatchability is a bit tough because it is slow, and especially if you know the outcome, mm. there's no real point to watch it. But it is a well-made film. Um, I think it's a very enjoyable film, especially if you do like this type of of feel, the throwback feel. Yep. Um, it's definitely one to watch. So for me, 8 out of 10. Nice. And like, the other thing about the ending too is that like in real life, you don't get like a neat little fucking bow on shit. Yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> it's deliberately left messy and open and I love it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, let's see what song you chose. Sure. So, um, when he's shopping for the dirt. The dirt. Yes. Yeah. yeah at the yeah. hardware store. Yeah. A guy comes out and he's wearing a killer's shirt. Like an Iron Maiden killer's shirt. <laughs> nice. So, I'm going to pick killer's from the album Killers from Iron Maiden. Oh, wow. Fuck, okay. <laughs> you, I was you. like, super Easter eggy. You see it for like a second and I'm like, oh, Killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I did not see it at all. I was like, I'm going to fucking pick that song. <laughs> nice. I was like, easy. Because I was like, I don't know, I was looking up 1984 songs and shit like that or just like fucking Van Halen or shit like that. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, I want to go, I'm, I'm going to watch the movie and I'll see if there's like something that pops out where I can pick that. And I was like, oh, that, done. I'm like, sick. I like it. I mean, I, I don't know when that album came out, so. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's, let's, just, let's just say 84. Actually, no, it can't. Oh, I mean, it can, but 83, I'll say. 83 is your guess? Yeah, let's fuck it, let's go. It was 81. Ah, damn it. Alright. I was not really close, but anyway. <laughs> close enough. You All got right. 80s, early 80s. True. Alright, well this concludes the Horror Venomies podcast for the week. We would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us, and we also want to mention that we are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network. We can be found there, as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and many more. If you would like to help grow... Sorry, if you would like to help this show grow, (laughs) the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, or even sharing our show on social media. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you. Um, Also... Also, I'm pretty... Um, I think I'm going to open up a Horror for Dummies Facebook group. You going to do that? I think so. Okay. I mean, why not? What's the worst thing that can happen? If people don't respond, then I can just delete it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, I think it'll make it easier for you guys to interact with us. If you, I mean, if you want And with to. each other. Yeah, yeah, Sexually. exactly. Talk about m- music and, and, and horror movies and stuff. Post pictures of your titties and stuff. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> they might. I mean, it's probably against Facebook terms. You got DMs. That's anyway. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Put your dicks uh, out. Put them in Facebook. <laughs> but check Facebook and uh, we might have a group open up. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I can't I can't foretell the future. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, it's totally in your control, but yes. That's, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Anyway, so next week. (laughs) Next week, let's talk about the theme we're going to be doing for next week. I mean. Spaghetti. Yep. Spaghetti. Yeah, we're doing spaghetti themed. No, no, just spaghetti themed horror movies. Okay. Anything where there's some sort of spaghettis. Yep. uh, Opening up to any kind of red sauce pasta uh, movies. It'll be Killer good. tomatoes from outer space. <laughs> yes. There you go. Um, <laughs> so the theme for next week is we're going to be talking about a uh, a little bit of a battle. We're going to be doing a little bit of a fight here, uh, oh, and the battle versus. is 
the Battle of the Inbred Cannibals. Yes. So we're going to be taking two franchises, and the franchises are Ron Turn versus The Hills of Eyes. And we're going to be discussing those. The feature films that we're going to be doing are Wrong Turn, the original from 2003, versus... OG? Yep, versus The Hills of Eyes. We're going to be doing the remake because... We are. Uh, I, I don't... I don't <laughs> Don't know why, but we. I think it's more of a fierce battle. I mean, if you put like the wrong turn guys against the original Hills of Eyes guys, it's not a real battle, man. Like, wrong turn guys kind of got it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's more of a fight if you do against the remake. Okay. So, but we're going to be talking about the sequels and all craziness about inbreeding and cannibals and stuff. Yeah, like they'll that. fuck their sisters and then eat you. Yep, and after I f- stop recording, I'm going to go watch some brother-sister porn, and everything will be happy. <laughs> Good old incest. <laughs> the disappointing part is I yeah. know that I know that they're not really brother and sister. What? Don't <sighs> ruin the fantasy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, well that's it for this show. Please get in contact I with mean, us. I mean, if they're you... step-relatives, it's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally okay. <laughs> Would you fuck your stepsister if you could? My if stepsister? If I had a stepsister? Yes. You know, is she cute? Yes. Oh, yeah. Then I guess so. Would You You wouldn't find nothing wrong with it? No. <laughs> I don't think so. You're not related. It's no, fine. that's right. I mean, I would, but I, hey, I fucked other things. Uh, yeah, I'd anyway, fuck your stepsister. I don't have a stepsister. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck it means. Neither. <laughs> Alright, guys. We'll be back next week with the Battle of the Inbred Cannibals. But until then, Daniel Luffy, say goodbye. Goodbye.